Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 45. Oh, that was, uh, not a satisfactory nap. Nope. No. What if we just did the whole podcast very low monotone to, yeah. to show like this. our disapproval of your nap? Do we, do we both need to, like, get really close to the mic? Instead of just talking louder? Right. Just get closer and What closer. if I got further away? <laughs> right out here. We're doing a science experiment like with this. with sound. How does sound work? Magic. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretending to be Black Bolt. <laughs> Wait, no, he doesn't work. He just doesn't talk. Yeah. Which is like, I, I don't... I think I knew it once at some point, like how he communicates with Medusa. Sign language. I don't know if that's true. Should be. <laughs> that's what it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and real. And, and then, then actually, and then there's no need for uh, Medusa to like speak for him because then everybody just learns sign language, yeah. right? Let's get it together. <laughs> so Black Bolt appeared in Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers, which we read. <laughs> That on Marvel in the 2010s, I think. Written by Chris Iopolis. Iopolis, yeah. Yeah. And it has a bunch of cute animals. That's right. So I don't know if you could be reminded of something you don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But it reminds me of the Scholastic um, comic book adventures. Did okay. you ever read any of those? I don't think I did, no. Like, school book fairs and shit? Yeah, I did the school book fairs, but yeah. never any of the comics there. Um, I'm pretty sure I've read, like, a couple of them. And then it reads a lot like what I seem to recall Scholastic comic books <laughs> reading like. It was super easy, shallow, and convenient. Yeah. Like, convenient plot yeah. shit. That's pretty much what it is. It's point A to point Z. As, it, it, it's a straight line. Yeah. There's no twists and turns, <laughs> not really. Um, and just a lot of animals. Oh, yep. That's which is really the only reason this was on the list. Yeah. Because I saw Lockjaw, and then all these other animals. Like, how I can't not read this. Right. I'm, I'm going to read this. <laughs> There, but it's great. It has a dragon on the cover. Yeah. And then Throg. Well, I think how this came to be is Throg from Loki. Mm-hmm. I, there's a scene with with Throg in there, I think. Right. So I was like, well, now I need to read that. <laughs> and that's how I came across Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers. Okay. I didn't know this existed previously. Yeah. But, like, Puppy Dog and Dragon and Frog Thor? Yeah. <laughs> Let's read this. I think there were... Many missed opportunities. Yeah. Many, many missed. <laughs> many, 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 many missed. Well, they were just trying to get it out and make it easy for 10-year-olds to read, right. I assume. See, what I wanted 
was for Throg to hide all the uh, Infinity Gems in the jowls of Lockjaw. <laughs> like how you would, you know, hide, you know, M&M's. Sure, feed yeah. the dog chocolate. Well, maybe not M&M's. Uh, well, Mike and Ike's. Yeah, Mike and Ike's. <laughs> I don't know, like little little treats. Yes, in the the jowls. Yeah, I've never done that to a dog. No, no. I did that once to a to a friend's bulldog, and man, it's like a little game that he likes to play. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I know that there's several panels where Lockjaw has an Infinity Stone in his mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how it gets there, so maybe they are in the jowls periodically. Well, uh, I guess. Like, what I wanted was in that final battle. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, assembling all the Infinity Gems by hiding them in Lockjaw's jowls and instead of that freaking collar. Which, the collar kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember the collar being... I, I think uh, the dog just found, finds the collar. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I found a collar. There. So, speaking of dogs, there was one dog in the story that could have just been left out completely. Yeah. Miss, Miss, uh... The normal dog. Lion. Miss Lion. Miss Lion. Okay, yeah. Like, he could have just gone. Yeah. Like, kept everything exactly as it was, and just removed Miss Lion, would have been fine. Honestly, Lockheed the dragon didn't do much. But it's a dragon, so (laughs) keep it. Fair. (laughs) Yeah, you could have filled in uh, some of Miss Lion's bits with uh, Lockheed. Yeah. And made it less annoying. <laughs> I actually liked Miss Lion the best because he was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like getting, just like jumping in when there's, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like, you need to be in the background. <laughs> but no, he's just everywhere. He, he like, at some point, it, it almost like... He, it's almost like he's driving the fucking plot in, in some sense because of how, like, enthusiastic right. he is about everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like him. Yeah. I was like, ugh. <laughs> everything else was just kind of okay. Yeah. And then Miss Lyons like, meh. <laughs> there's, like there's really not much to the book other than um, Lockjaw, Lockjaw finds out, uh, Reed Richards and, and the humans are trying to find the Infinity, uh, gems, and then Medusa says, shoo, and then he decides, oh, now nah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And, now I'm gonna find it. And then he assembled a team. Yep. And did. Yep. <laughs> he and Throg. Now, I think, personally, I like the, uh, the collection of minis toward the end yeah. much better. Yeah. Well, before we get there, I also liked that that Lockjaw, name fitting, had zero dialogue. Yeah. All all of his quote unquote dialogue was through Throg's uh, telepathic communication. Right. Like, wow, that's cool. It, it's also kind of weird because at one point Lockjaw had the mind still, but we're still hearing it through Throg. Right. Just go with it. Yeah. I just liked it because it was Lockjaw and he couldn't talk. <laughs> Works out well. Yeah, uh, he lo- really looks up to his master, I guess. <laughs> I also wanted a more in-depth, like, six 
issue story of the frogs versus the rat battles. Like the war of the frogs yeah. versus the rats, like the origin of Throg. Like if we could add a six issue story of just that battle and the, the legions of rats and it's like it's like what what's that uh, fantasy series uh, Redwall? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's coming oh, to yeah? Netflix. No shit. Yeah. It, I'm complete side track. That. Yeah. But with frogs and rats, that would have been a cool little story. There's a game like that. There's literally a game where you play as uh, rats fighting, well, fighting against frogs. What is what? Um. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's like a hard side-scrolling, you know, kind of brawler type okay. thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, rats versus frogs. Neat. On the topic of rodents and video games, have you seen the news of the squirrel who carries a gun and robs people? What? Yeah. I guess there's a game in development of a squirrel. <laughs> You're, you play a squirrel that holds a gun and you rob people. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have a favorite mini story at the end? It's either Zabu's, because it's so nice and heartwarming. Yeah. Or uh, Throg's, because it's really fucked up. Yeah, I'd probably have to go with Throg. <laughs> it's like, so Throg's little mini story, uh, it's like he returns, uh, and then there's this fucking giant alligator, right? Yep. And uh, he fights it off, and he's like, oh, more alligators. Come on, my brothers, let's fight against the alligators. <laughs> and uh, he defeats all the alligators, finds out his uh, his buds were hiding, and decides, oh, I guess um, uh, you guys aren't my people anymore, and now, now I have to leave because I need to be with warriors, leaving these frogs to fend for themselves against mm. fucking alligators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sequel to the rat, yeah. the rat story. It's the alligator story. <laughs> it's like he's a he's like uh, one of the. I'm assuming these people exist. Like people you play with in MMOs, and then like they they just like outlevel everybody and just like oh bye guys yeah, yeah it's, it's time for us to go separate ways because I'm way too good at this and you guys are just <laughs> holding me back. Yeah, they exist. <laughs> They exist. <laughs> uh, I also like a Zabu story because it's like it's it's cute little Velociraptors babies that he takes home to a Kazar or Kazar uh, to raise as their I don't know friends. Friends, yeah, best friends. Mm-hmm. But but th- those little raptors look so cute. They are cute. Yeah, it's great. And that's one of the biggest reasons. Like, oh, I really like this story. These guys are really, really fucking cute looking. I mean, yeah. And that makes sense because, again, the whole deciding factor for this story was because it had a cute cover. Yeah. And the, it's like the idea of Pet Avengers is this cute. Right, right. You know, I liked, I'm jumping around a lot, but when they were in the White House mm. and Lockjaw was pooped from teleporting all around. And they're sitting at the bottom of steps going, we need to go upstairs to get this gym. I'm not going to carry Lockjaw upstairs. And then Throg just has this very disappointing hand-on-hip pose. <laughs> like, 
really? <laughs> you really? And then Zabu, or Sabu, Zabu was like, okay, fine, we'll do the thing. I just like the image of Throg, like, like an angry mom. Like, <laughs> clean up your dirty clothes. Do the thing. So uh, Throg's the angry mom. Or the disappointed. Yes, mom. the disappointed mom. And um, and Miss Lion is the uh, the cheerleader. <laughs> yep. Um, what's the cat's name? I don't remember the cat's name. But the cat is just like your neighborhood bully. Yep. Um, Lo- Lockheed is like I don't know. It's like in my head. Lockheed is a she. Is it because of lavender purple? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but she's also very sad for unknown reasons. Um, and then there's Red Wing. I don't remember anything that Red Wing does. Yeah. Uh, does not keep anyone from falling into the ocean. Oh, yeah. That's one thing Red Wing <laughs> does. Does not do the thing. That's what it does. <laughs> Red Wing is like the wide receiver of the high school football team. Like, not the star quarterback. Thinks they're the star quarterback. Right. But still, like, cocky. <laughs> so they're the wide receiver. I can see that. <laughs> that would mean the Falcons the quarterback, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then it feeds into that, uh, that, uh, his little, uh, side story where, uh, he's, um, bested by a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pet it, Avengers. It's, don't read it. It's, yeah. Look it up online for the cute images and just make up your own story. But don't read it. Yeah. Well, I guess the Thanos or the Infinity Stones issues, it's only four issues, right? Right. So, I mean, if you wanted, but don't. It's, yeah. There's nothing there. It's very shallow. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no meat to it. It's all um, <laughs> cartilage. All the meat is in Lockjaw's jowls. Yep. But he has a locked jaw. So. And that's why you can't fit the Infinity yeah. Stones in there. <laughs> Because so all meaty. the plot, all the plot is all over the gels. I like that it looks like he had a mustache, like a black mustache often. Like, what is, is that supposed to be a shadow? Because it looks like a mustache. <laughs> well, I have to go back and see. Is it like a dolly stash? Uh, kind of. Yeah. But like, um, in, instead of how Dali's kind of goes out and up, yeah. it was more like a Fu Manchu, but Dali uh, consistency. So, like, really thin, but really but, thin Fu Manchu. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, oh, one thing. I was actually looking forward to um, seeing uh, Captain Marvel's cat in there, because it's supposed to be an alien. Mm-hmm. With a, like an interdimensional with, stomach thing. Yeah, right. And I was like, perfect for Planet Avengers. Right? Missed opportunity. It didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do we have a cat that I don't know instead of a cat that I do know? <laughs> <laughs> you could have had that cat instead of Miss Lion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Two cats. No, that would make three cats. That would. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for the album, we went with in the sun, well, 
I guess that's the name of the band. But uh, the album is called uh, The Emancipation of Distance. Yes. I, I considered that title more than I probably have any other title. Oh, yeah? I was like, what does The Emancipation of Distance mean? Hmm. Does that just mean togetherness? Closeness? Or are they just wanting to fly to the sun? I don't know. Like, in my head, it's it's creating more distance because, like, distance has a freedom to grow? Mm, uh, no. No? I don't know. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I have no legs to stand on. All right. All I know is... It's the freedom of distance, right? Yeah. So... Freedom. So you're thinking... It's, it's allowing for more distance, and yeah. I'm thinking the freedom from distance for the closeness. I think that boils down to our inner workings. Yeah. You prefer to create distance from everyone you love. It's, <laughs> it's not. We're going to stop. Like, a hundred percent, you know, but, like, I do enjoy... Me time. Yes, big time. Yeah. Me time is big time. <laughs> Me time, big time. <laughs> uh, so this is a uh, weird, weirdo, doomy, black-influenced, experimental metal thing. Yep. Out of Augusta, Georgia. Yep. The bedroom of Augusta, Georgia, apparently. The bedroom of Georgia. <laughs> <Yeah>. Augusta. <laughs> know what that means no the bedroom of a state yes is augusta <laughs> you okay uh, no, yeah no, we're not going there because uh, I, I don't know where that's going um i really enjoyed it for what it is it's it's very different i don't know how like i don't know what i would quite compare it to uh to spirit yeah very specifically Okay, because I have never listened to them before. Well, it's interesting because I'd never heard of this band, End yeah. of Sun. Uh, End the Sun, yeah. End the Sun. And when listening to it, the first thing that popped into my head was, wow, this could really benefit from better production. Mm-hmm. I don't want it clean, but it's got to be less shitty production than it is. Yeah. I don't know if that's recording or it's got to be recording. Yeah, Any, I don't know. Anyway, the second thing was, like, this is... A less good to spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. And it's coming up soon. I didn't I don't remember if it's next or in a couple episodes, but the spirit's coming up soon, so I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, well. cool. Alright. Sweet. Yeah. So that's those are what popped in my head. Instantly with this. Yeah, <laughs> like the the first track um almost reminded me of Sun, if it was a little faster and had more things happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the whole thing is a very atmospheric feeling mm-hmm. to it. Whether that's like a droney doom thing or like the, I guess the black metal esque parts where it's not necessarily super riffing, but all the tremolo picking makes this atmospheric sound. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there's definitely a lot of sounds that I can't quite put my finger on throughout this 
this album. Like a lot of times, there's it almost sounds like maybe maybe he was using some sort of horn sample or something to uh, do the melodies. Could be as opposed to you know just a guitar. Yeah, but uh, it's a I think it was an interesting effect and kept my attention uh, throughout the the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to point out the third track sounded like something off of Ordo at Kale. Uh, but with shreddy guitars. I was about. I, I was going to comment. Not not the relation to that to that uh, album. Yeah. But the shreddy guitars, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a neat little departure from what I was just listening to immediately before it. Right. So. Yeah, there's a, a good bit, bit of um. Well, maybe not a good bit, but there is definitely like variation from song to song mm-hmm. to where. They don't all necessarily, you know, kind of blend together in my head. Right. Well, the last two do. Yeah. I like them. The last two tracks were very ambient mm-hmm. and droney, but it felt nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, this this is nice. Right. So. Like, it's, it's, um, it's def- definitely something I, I wouldn't mind listening to in the background of whatever right. the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. So, and this is a current, we'll say, project, right? Uh, I guess so, because um, uh, according to Bandcamp, it was uh, recorded at the start of 2020. Okay, yeah, so it's interesting. Well, I guess because it's a one-person band, and also it's in Augusta, maybe that's why I hadn't heard about it before. Yeah. But it's just interesting, like, this is in Georgia, where we are, and we're huge nerds with metal, and we've never heard of it before. <laughs> you clearly have, otherwise it wasn't on the list. How did you come around to it? Uh, the guy, Austin Arthur, um, <clears throat> he plays in a band called uh, Tromgeist. I don't know if they're still around anymore, but uh, Obsolescence played, played with them. Played with them, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, met the guys in, um, yeah, we played in Augusta mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Cryptus. And Tron guys and one other man, and yeah, met met the guys from Tron guys and yeah, good guys. Talked to you know they know their stuff, and they're into a bunch of weirdo shit like me. Yeah, so you checked out the project. Got it. Yeah, neat. Yeah. Uh, I also really, really, really enjoyed the cover art. Oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah. It's at first I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at, but when I read the Bandcamp, I was like, oh, that's Fucking cool. What is it? Oh, it's a uh, rainforest burning. Oh, okay. Yeah. In my head, I thought it was like a volcano or oh, something yeah. like weird. But okay, it's a rainforest burning. I know there's another album they have on Bandcamp where it's a forest fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've seen that before. Right. So I guess uh, I mean I think it's a smart move for you know a bedroom project um, to use you know public domain stuff. Uh, apparently the photos, you know, um, a photo taken from the ISS, and it's apparently public domain. So uh, it's like, that would cool explain. Picture. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was like smart news. Yeah, yeah. It looked cool. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm almost positive it's probably never never gonna happen, but I would like to see like if if the if he could put together a live band, like how how well they could you know recreate 
the sounds on this album mm-hmm. in a live setting. Well, we know plenty of people that could probably make it happen. You want to be in this band? Uh, I can email this person and y'all could probably make it happen. Oh, I have them on my Facebook, too. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> something that's clearly within your grasp yeah. to help facilitate. I, I could, but that also sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, you're working on an album already, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, Technically, I'm working on two albums. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got enough on my plate right now. But what if this is the project that launches you into superstardom? This is the project that emancipates my distance yes but it turns out your fans are only uh uh arborists arbor the arborists that's the right word yeah yeah Yeah. those are that's those are the only fans you have (laughs) (laughs) and they fucking end up hating you because they can't play the album through um trees yes (laughs) because they don't have speakers is those speakers that just have tall trees? Well, th- what they end up doing is they're able to play it through the trees, but eventually it starts forest fires and burns down oh, more trees. Shit. And that's how we get the next album cover. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Arborist. <laughs> that could be a cover or a spinoff for Thank You, Scientist. <laughs> Thank you, Arborist. Yeah. Now, now we just got to get uh, Botanist on board. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't much care for Botanist. It's I, all right, but it's too, like... I think, like, they're good for one album. Mm-hmm. You just pick your one album, and you listen to that, and you'll be good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but it... Still talking about Arbor. Or, <laughs> it's not even Arbor, it's Botanist. <laughs> I, I do like the, the use of, you know, replacing guitars with that ham, hammer dulcimer. I yeah. think it's a cool sound. But it... Does feel a little gimmicky, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But there's not much gimmickiness in In the Sun. Mm. How do you think they're planning on ending the sun? Um, Super soakers? N- no, it's just going to be a lot of smoke. <laughs> just douse it with smoke? Yep. Yeah, it's like, you know, You're a fire extinguisher, it. right? Yeah. The chemical extinguisher. You, you spread so much light, does it, like, other particles <laughs> that it, it smothers out the, the fire? That's how we do it. And that's why we're doing forest fires. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we're generating forest fires, collecting all the uh, smog and smoke, and then uh, going to blow it at the sun. And end it. Yep. End the bastard. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, how hard you had to blow smoke to, like, get it to the sun? Well, you know those old vacuum cleaners where there was a switch and they would, like... A reverse? Reverse it. So, imagine that scene in Spaceballs where there's a vacuum cleaner sucking out the atmosphere. <laughs> put that on the sun and put it in reverse. So, you put the vacuum over Earth, suck out all the fire smoke, take your space vacuum to the sun, flip the switch, and... <laughs> Blow it out on the sun. A uh, quick follow-up. Why did they have a reverse button? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, were there so many cases where it was like, oops, I have vacuumed up um, my toe. <laughs> right? <laughs> we just got to quickly reverse it. And when you reverse it, like, how do you know that that's the, the thing that you want to come out will come out? Right. Versus just everything, everything. else. I don't know. 
I think that's probably why they don't have them anymore. <laughs> but it used to exist, damn it. I I would love to meet the guy who just who who came up with the idea of a reverse switch and the guy who approved it. <laughs> there was no approval process. <laughs> it was just some jackass in the garage. So, well, what if I sucked up my extension cord? Well, I better put a reverse switch on here. Because, you know, or the power cord or whatever. You think that guy, he keeps up vacuuming up his, like, his, uh, Cables and uh, cords and whatnot. It's like, God damn it, I wish it was a reverse button. And and he pitched the idea to all the backing companies, and none of them would take him up on it. So what he did was he snuck into every fucking factory and manually installed <laughs> a reverse function. I think what maybe had happened, the timing doesn't work, so just ignore the timing. <laughs> As he watched Brave Little Toaster, and there's a scene where the vacuum, angry vacuum cleaner guy, like, chokes on his own power cord. So maybe that traumatized him to go back into time and create the reverse so that this angry vacuum cleaner doesn't choke on himself. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's just. It's just like exercise in futility. <laughs> It's like at this point in time, he already knew the reverse. <laughs> the reverse doesn't work. Yes, but yet he he somehow invents time travel. <laughs> so instead of doing something productive with that, <laughs> he goes back in time to invent the thing that would just get rejected by the wire. That public. he knows doesn't come around. Yeah. <laughs> He says, it's going to work this time. And it doesn't. <laughs> and and the thing is, like, it's, I want to, I want to believe that, like, the, the reason time travel doesn't really exist anymore is because, like, he realized because of his, of his uh, the pointlessness of his quest that, you know, uh, oh, wait, it's, it's impossible to change time or whatever, so I'm just going to bury this technology with me. So no one yeah. ever wastes their time time traveling. Yeah, it's, this is just weird as it makes no goddamn sense, but I love it. <laughs> like, time traveling is pointless, because yeah. I can't change anything. <laughs> time travel... <laughs> sleepy brain yeah dingus and dongus they